Life happens weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. And Tony Lancaster is our guest, the CEO of the National Arts Festival. Tony, has it become the Makanda National Arts Festival now? <laughs> it's become the National Arts Festival in Makanda. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess, you know, people colloquial, colloquially for years have called it the Graham Sound Festival, but um, that's never actually been our official name. Ah. Uh, so our official name remains the National Arts Festival. We just happen to be in Makanda at the moment. Has it confused people from outside the country that usually attend and usually want to participate? Uh, you know, saying, where's Gramstown? See, at the, at the moment, we still, um, whenever we write Wakanda, we put Gramstown in brackets afterwards just to, to help people along, along the trajectory. I don't know, they still seem to have found us. The international people are <laughs> arriving. I saw busloads of them arriving last night. Um, so uh, if, if there is any confusion, we're helping them navigate their way through that. Is it still Africa's largest and most colorful cultural event? We all have a, a, an affinity to the festival. We all, we also, we, we so possessive about it. You yes, know, everyone wants to participate and everyone wants to keep it the same way as the first time they attended. <laughs> and everyone has opinions on it. And yes. <laughs> yes. That's both a source of frustration and delight, I guess. Um, I think it's fantastic that everyone feels a, a sense of ownership of it. It's yes. something that we need to uh, jealously guard and protect as, as something that is uh, rare and unique and special globally um, and that it's ours Um, uh, at the same time we do have to nudge it along and progress in a few areas which sometimes makes people a little bit uncomfortable I guess Um, but but I think generally speaking people trust us and they they are happy to come on the journey with us whatever changes we make Um, and sometimes we make changes that we weren't that wild about um, and then we have to backpedal a little bit but that's all part of growth and learning and and change Um, so yeah it's just one of those rare and special events that that everyone feels that they, they have an opinion on what has changed much that you think has changed for the better um, you know, the, the, the one constant, I think, is, is the work that is staged. And there's um, a real rawness, I think, to a, lo- a lot of what we present. And by, by raw, I don't mean it's, it's unpolished or um, not sophisticated or uh, unrehearsed. Um, it's just, uh, the, the, I, I feel a lot closer to artists now through their work. There's a lot more honesty and authenticity in the work that they're presenting. Uh, and to me, that's something that's, that's, that's really special. And I think um, that reflects to a large extent what South Africans are thinking and feeling at the moment. Uh, in general, South Africans are angry, they're frustrated, they're anxious. Mm. Um, and all of those things are coming through, um, through the work of our artists. Um, we're getting that anger, we're getting the anxiety. Um, the, we're not shying away from the big questions. You know, if you look at the themes of what's being spoken about on our stages, it's, it's the things that should be keeping all South Africans awake at night. It's mm-hmm. issues around gender violence, um, uh, land ownership and dispossession, um, the, the big issues in South Africa. Uh, and what the festival does is it gives you the opportunity to, to speak about those things um, and see them through the eyes of our artists, and that's really special as well. And realize that it's okay to have those conversations, as, as, com- as uncomfortable as they might be from time to time. Mm. It's still healthy and good to have those conversations. And they're coming from young people, right, mostly? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's so cool. I've been coming to this festival, you know, I think this is my 25th or 26th year at, at the festival in some guise or other, only the last 12 as a CEO. Um, um, but it always amazes me how youngsters, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, early 20s, they, as much as anyone else, take ownership of this thing, and they regard this as their stage and their platform and, and their way of expressing themselves. And that's a huge delight to me, to see the young voices coming through. It's also a kind of rites of passage if you want to go into the industry. You have to perform Grahamstown. It looks good on your CV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And you know, Grahamstown, I think audiences are very forgiving um, because there's a sense that we're all in this together. 
but they do definitely gravitate towards great work. So it, they can be unforgiving in that sense, mm. in that, um, you know, if you're staging something that's great, um, that really touches, uh, push, pushes the right buttons and touches people in the right way, um, you'll get a great response. Um, and, and you'll bask in the glow of that for, for months, um, and it can really help your career. But equally, if you try and present something that's not as well rehearsed, it doesn't matter who you are, no matter how experienced you are, or how much of a household name you are, mm. if you try and table something and present something at the festival that is sort of half-baked, um, audiences are going to call you out on that, and the critics are going to call you out <laughs> on that. Uh, and that happens as well. And, and I think a lot of times uh, artists might get themselves into a comfort zone and think, ah, it's Graham Stone, we'll just throw something together. And they do that once, and they realize that actually that's quite, quite damaging to themselves and their career. So, you know, as far as music is concerned, we almost forget that there's there's opera and, and, and other and folk music because the jazz festival has been the biggest attraction. Is it still the case? Uh, it is. But, you know, uh, I think our jazz festival is very special. Um, uh, the programming at the jazz festival is, is, I think, pretty unique in South Africa. I think there are very few festivals that have, have the breadth that the jazz festival does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, as you say, you know, layered around that, there's so much more. You know, one thing that leapt out of the program, and this is real, really one of those festival moments for me. There's a young violinist, uh, Naomi Matsatse. Um, she's been coming and performing at the festival for, for a number of years since she was a child prodigy violinist. Um, she's no longer a child. Uh, she's still a prodigy and an extraordinary violinist. Um, and she's doing this work this year that is the Dorothy Masuka songbook in the style of oh, Vivaldi. Wow. Um, so she's performing the songbook in the style of Vivaldi on her violin. Um, and that's one of those festival moments. Now, if you're just living your life in Johannesburg or Cape Town and you saw that advertised in the newspaper or heard about in the radio, it'd be quite hard to sort of get your life together to go and experiment. But come to the festival, um, that's part of your daily routine, right? What are the 10 shows I'm going to see today? Hey, this looks interesting. Let's give it a crack. Um, and you can, as an audience member, go and dip into this vast array of work um, and, and stretch yourself and go and see things that maybe you wouldn't go and see at home because it's, well, frankly, too much of a mission. Tell me what have been your highlights so far. <laughs> well, we've only been going for 24 hours. And I know. I haven't yet found myself in the Well, well I'm, I'm talking about when you look at your program. <laughs> okay, so I, I can tell you that this is the things that I'm looking forward to. And a lot of it is, is music because I tend to personally gravitate toward the music. And mm. um, yeah, I've never seen Mafiki Zolo live. Um, and mm. I'm really looking forward to that because um, I, I enjoy their music. And I love their work. I love their style. I love uh, their, their look, their feel. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing them live. Ladies and Dr. Mabaza on the program and they're always special they're amazing mm. um so so those are two of the two of the music shows that i'm really looking forward to i haven't seen um the springbok nude girls for years they've reunited and they're performing um something soweto i don't know if you've ever seen yes. him live um yes. he's doing one show only here in makanda on saturday night um and i've seen audiences reduced to tears by his work and mm. beauty before so I, mm. i've seen sound engineers those hardened men and women behind the sound desk i've seen them just sitting there sobbing during his performances it's just so beautiful um, and then, of course, there's the, the mainstream stuff as well. You know, Drakensberg Boys Choir performing here, and they're always special, and they're always a delight. Mm, so that's mm. some of the music stuff. Um, the and, Irish, of course, you're going to watch Neil Masasi, right? Well, of course. <laughs> um, the, the Irish comedian Dylan Moran, I'm a huge fan personally, um, and he's one of those um, comedians that 
um, is probably one of the world's funniest men. Um, and he's uh, doing three performances in South Africa as part of his world tour, and all three of them are writing in Wakanda. So um, it's, it's going to be rare and special to see him on stage. And then the theater work. I mean, the theater, I think, is, is usually the backbone of the festival. Uh, and that's the thing that really gets people talking, getting them coming here. Uh, Brett Bailey Sampson, um, uh, I, I've heard amazing things about, and I'm definitely going to go and try and see that. Um, and Magnet Theatre's work, um, Okwe Bokwe, um, has been mm. causing a, a lot of um, interest and, and debate and discussion. So I'm really keen to go and see them as well. So how are you? There's a little fringe festival in the township, isn't okay. there? Um, well, there is the fringe festival itself, which is not so little. It's got about 350, 400 productions on it. Oh, wow. Um, and that spans across the entirety of the city, including the township. Um, every nook and cranny of the, of the city gets used. Um, in the township, we've set up um, a jazz cafe um, uh, to, to showcase some particularly Eastern Cape jazz artists. And we've also set up a cinema, a pop-up cinema in the township. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of our mission, to just try and take art to where people are are and make it as easy as possible for them to access it. Mm. Um, and I don't know what it costs now to buy a movie ticket in, in Cape Town or Joburg, um, but the, the cinema that we've set up in the township, um, it's five rand a, a, a ticket and it's blockbuster stuff. Um, we just want people to get into a darkened room and just experience art and just uh, experience whatever it is. Um, so yeah, we, we, we try and stretch ourselves across the city and use as many nooks and crannies as we can find. I hope the next 10 days are a great success, Tony. Thank you so much for talking to us and thank you you for putting it together every year. But thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Heather. All right, take care. That's Tony Lancaster, CEO of the National Arts Festival in Makanda. And it's first day and it's, it's, as as you heard, he sounds very excited about everything. And I can believe him. I looked at that program and I thought, oh my goodness, how am I not in Grahamstown right now? Take a little break and we're back with more music after this.